Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God bless you all. We thank God for this wonderful time and um, greetings of Resurrection Day to all of the brethren and the church in Christ. Hallelujah. Happy Resurrection Sunday. We celebrate the living God. We celebrate the resurrected Jesus. Uh, even though even though whatever it is the good friday and the resurrectors res resurrection sunday um many of the christians tend to remember the death of jesus only on good friday they feel so good about it because it's a it's it's like a it's like a observance of a day and uh, only on good friday they will cry only on good friday people remember the death of jesus only on resurrection they remember the resurrection of jesus but the rest of the days in the year they forget about it and they give importance to a particular day rather than observing and keeping the word of god every day of our of, of their lives that is a tradition when we give importance to a particular day and we are feeling excited oh jesus died for me that particular day and the next week we forget about it and do all the old things and get into all the old things that means we are following a tradition and we are not walking in revelation hallelujah consistently so resurrection sunday is not only for one day but for every day of our lives we have to we have to meditate and we have to remember the death and the resurrection of jesus and walk in the spirit life and the resurrected life the new life that jesus has given us by the by the holy spirit hallelujah amen so let us go to the word of god so i was praying and the lord gave me a word from the bible and through that the lord spoke to me about what he wants to speak to us tonight and if you remember if you remember yes uh, if you remember on friday on good friday i told you that um there was a path unto complete obedience that the bible speaks about unto absolute obedience the bible says that jesus humbled himself and became obedient to the even to the point of death yes the death on the cross so that there is humility there is obedience and there is absolute obedience where jesus was not only obedient for one day but till the end of his life he was obedient to walk in the pathway of god and the pathway of god for him led him to the cross it was the pathway to the cross and to the death on the cross and when he died on the cross he he completed his obedience towards his father that means absolute obedience in other words completing the will of god for your lives completing the will of god's god for your lives hallelujah so so we can be obedient for 2023 and 2024 we can waver off or we can backslide and we can take up a different path but the bible says to walk in obedience and complete the purpose of god for your lives that is absolute obedience hallelujah and absolute obedience will only be accomplished by it the the cross signifies absolute obedience when we die to the things of the world 
and uh, when we die to our own desires, when we die to our own pathways and the ways on which we walk, want to walk on, we will be able to complete the purpose of God in our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. I told you about many Christians when they become, when they become believers, because of the encounters and all, they, they tend to give up many things. But after some years, they again want to go back in those things. So they have not, they have not taken up the way of the cross where they, where they are crucified to some things once and forever. Hallelujah. Many boys, many young people come to Jesus where, with, uh, you know, where they had girlfriends and when they came to Jesus, they left their girlfriends. But after some years, when they see their girlfriend who became more slim and beautiful, they think of going back to their girlfriend. That means they, did, they were not crucified to their desire when they started to walk with Christ. Hallelujah, completely. So Satan can offer you things of the world. Satan can, Satan can offer, offer you things of the past with some renovation and with, uh, by, by renovating it and by transforming it and re-offering it to you so that you accept the things of the old. And that is where the cross comes in, where we have to live a crucified life to walk in the pathways of God. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? Amen. So let's go. On, those, on that note, let us continue tonight about the resurrection and what God wants to speak to us. The book of Luke, chapter number 24. The book of Luke, chapter number 24, verse number 5 and 6. Gospel of Luke, chapter number 24. Verse number 5 and 6. Then, as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day, rise again third day rise again so the angels were speaking to the ladies who were searching for jesus in the in the tomb in the grave in the tomb and the angels told those ladies why do you seek the living among the dead jesus is not dead he 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 lives he lives forevermore he he is risen why do you seek the living among the dead he is not here he is risen Remember, he told you that he must be crucified. He must be given into their hands and must be crucified. But on the third day, he will rise again. When you know that Jesus told you that he is the resurrection and the life, that he will, he will, know, he will not continue to be dead in the grave, but rise again on the third day, then why do you come and seek the, this Jesus in the graves? Why do you come and seek this Jesus in the wrong place, in the grave. Hallelujah. And this is what the Spirit of the Lord was speaking to me, that major percentage of Christians are, see are seeking and searching for Jesus in dead places, uh, through dead ways. They are seeking Jesus, they are searching for Jesus 
through dead ways and in dead places. They are searching for Jesus in gay graves, but he, can, he cannot be found in graves. He is not there. You are searching for Jesus in the wrong place. You are searching for him in, through the wrong ways. He is not in the grave. He is not in the earth. He is not there. He is risen. He is risen. So, so we cannot find Jesus in the graves. If we need to find Jesus, if we, we need to know Jesus, if, if we need to hear his word, we cannot find him in dead places. I will come to that. What does grave signifies? We have to find him in the place where he is. He is risen and seated at the right hand of God. Jesus cannot be found in the flesh which is dead, but only he can be found in the spirit. And Christians need to realize that if you want to know your savior, you need to ascend in the realms of the spirit. You need to seek him in the spirit and not in the flesh. The grave signifies the flesh. And many Christians are seeking Jesus from years, from years, performing spiritual activities, going to churches, and they are seeking Jesus in the graves that is in the flesh. Hallelujah, that is in the flesh. Do you know the flesh is dead, is dead spiritually? Do you know that our flesh is spiritually dead? As per, as per the perspective of God, a human being who does not have his spirit, the Holy Spirit, is as dead to God. That human being, though he is breathing, though he is going to work, though he is driving, he is living in the flesh, he is living a normal life, but spiritually that person is dead to God. That, was the, that, was the, that is what the commandment of God was to Adam. He said, of every tree you can eat, but do not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For the day you will eat of it, you will die. God was not speaking about his physical death in the flesh. God was speaking if he eats the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, they will be independent of the spirit of God and take decisions by themselves. So the spirit of God will leave them and they will have their own ways. So as per God, Adam and Eve will be dead to God. So the definition of God uh, of dead of death as per God is a human being who does not have the spirit of God, who does not walks in the spirit of God. That human being walks in the flesh and the flesh is as dead, dead to God. Hallelujah. It's death in the spirit. Let me take you to Romans chapter number 8. Romans chapter number 8. Hallelujah. And verse number, verse number 10. Now hear this out, verse number 10. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because, because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Everyone say the body is dead because of sin. That means the flesh is dead. Hallelujah. You cannot seek Jesus in the flesh and through the ways of the flesh because it's dead. But the spirit is life. The spirit life. The spirit is life because of what? Because of righteousness. Because of righteousness. Hallelujah. 
Okay, let me not go more deeper into that. Let me go ahead. Verse number 11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. There was a spirit, the Holy Spirit who raised Jesus and gave him the new life. Hallelujah. A life which did not, which did not uh, started with flesh and blood. A life that completely gave birth to Jesus, the new resurrected Jesus by the spirit, not flesh and blood. Hallelujah. That is the spirit life. The Bible says when you accept Jesus, you are born of the spirit. That means you are born again. We are born again. That means we were once born through the womb, through flesh and blood by sexual intercourse. And we were born through the flesh and blood that descended and that came from, from our parents. Hallelujah. But when we accept Jesus, we are not born by flesh and blood. The spirit gives a new life, a spirit life. The birth that is given by the spirit of God. That is what the Bible is saying. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead. Hallelujah. So when Jesus... Jesus' death on the cross signifies the end of the hold of flesh and blood upon mankind. You know why we are sick? Because we live in the flesh. Sickness, sickness is in the flesh. The flesh is the dwelling place of sickness and of sin and of death. The spirit cannot be sick. The spirit cannot be, cannot have sin. Hallelujah. So Jesus on the cross destroyed flesh and blood and everything that comes through flesh and blood, every curse, every sin that comes through flesh and blood. And then he resurrected and the Bible says we are, have, we are been buried along with Jesus and then we, are been, we have been raised together in the new life along with Jesus when he raised from the dead, the resurrected life. Hallelujah. So we have been crucified with Christ and the flesh and blood has been done away with. The hold of the flesh and blood and the new life that we have, the spirit of God has given us the new life. And we live as the spirit of God and not by the flesh. So you cannot seek Jesus in the flesh. Hallelujah. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Everyone say, the life that I live is by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God has given you this new life. Hallelujah. Yes. The Bible says, yes. The Bible says that give life, uh, the, he who raised Christ, Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. Hallelujah. So this life, a Christian life is a spirit life. A Christian life is not a life lived or led by the flesh. It's led by the spirit of God. Then it says verse 12, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. You see that? You will die, you will die. If you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit... You put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. That is the revelation of how we overcome sin. 
we overcome sin not by controlling it oh i am getting angry let me control it control it you know i don't want to get angry i determine my i determine myself i remember some verses i don't want to get angry you will get more angry the more you don't want to get angry hallelujah the more you don't want to smoke the more you don't want to drink alcohol and you determine yourself and you you take some verses i don't want to drink i, I the more you will drink because that is not the way to overcome sin the to overcome sin is by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body controlling is not the way to overcome sin you have to kill the flesh and the sin will die with it yeah. hallelujah that's why we need to be crucified with christ on the cross if there is no crucifixion there is no resurrection hallelujah since there is a crucifixion we crucify we deny ourselves and then we'll enter into the resurrected life hallelujah so this is what the holy spirit was speaking to me it's like a prophetic word not more of a teaching it's like a prophetic word to the body of christ not more of a teaching tonight and he was saying that christians my people are seeking me in the graves and i am not in the graves i have risen i have risen hallelujah christians are seeking jesus in their flesh in their flesh ha hallelujah they are seeking jesus in their flesh means they are seeking jesus through traditions they are seeking jesus in church buildings and in infrastructures they are seeking jesus in men of god but he is not found in the things of the flesh he is not found in the things of the flesh he is found somewhere else he has risen he is in the highest level of the spirit realm hallelujah he is in the third heavens he is at the right hand of god hallelujah and the bible says focus on the things where christ is seated and that is how we need to find jesus not through the ways of the flesh hallelujah are we uh, shall we shall i start what are the ways of the flesh and if you find yourself in any of these ways that you are seeking jesus repent of it and change and to stop doing it because you will you are wasting your time the number one thing of seek of of the way of the flesh is seeking jesus through the flesh is the number one is seeking jesus through head knowledge and human understanding seeking jesus what through head knowledge and human understanding by the understanding of your own self by your human spirit by your head knowledge in your mind you are see, trying to seek jesus by your strength let us go to the Uh, to some verses to understand that john chapter number 5 <coughs> john chapter number 5 verse number 39 and 40 you search the scriptures for in in them you think you have eternal life and these are they which testify of me but you are not willing to come to me that you may have life Jesus is speaking to the Pharisees. The Pharisees had the book, had the law. And do you know the do you know the law the law was a shadow of Jesus. The law spoke about Jesus. The law prophesied about Jesus. In every dot, every little, every 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 word of the law, it spoke about Jesus. Let me show you John chapter number 5, the same chapter, verse number 45. verse number 45 do not think that i shall accuse you to the father there is one who accuses accuses you moses in whom you trust 
for if you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? The law was about Jesus. Everything in the Old Testament signifies Jesus, shows forth Jesus. Hallelujah. When you rise high in the revelation of God's word and the spirit of wisdom and revelation comes upon you heavily, you read the Old Testament. Whenever you read the Old Testament, everything will show Jesus to you from the Old Testament. Everything you read. It has happened with me. Whenever I go to the Old Testament, uh, what I write in my, in my diary is this, is, this is Jesus. Joseph signifies Jesus. Everything in the Moses signifies Jesus. Moses came out of Egypt. Jesus Jesus went to Egypt and then he came back and everything, I don't have time to show you. Hallelujah. Moses is a type of Jesus. Moses went up to the mountain and God wrote on the tablet of stones. But because the people sinned, he, the tablet of stones were broken. It was destroyed because of the sins of people. Then the second time when Moses went, God said, since you take the responsibility, you write the commandments. And that's why it's called the law of Moses and not the law of God. And when he came back the second time down from the mountain, the face of Moses was shining. That is the glory of God through the face of Moses. And in the New Testament, the glory of God is shown forth through the face of Jesus. The, Moses was a type of Jesus. Everything about Moses will talk, talk to you about Jesus who was supposed to come. Are we understanding? Moses said, if, if you will not save this people, blot out my name from the book of life, but save this people. That was the spirit of Christ interceding through Moses. Hallelujah. Amen. So everything in the Old Testament will show forth Jesus. <coughs> and the Jews had the same Old Testament and they were studying the scriptures. They were studying the Old Testament. Even Exodus chapter number 12, the Bible says that they were supposed to sacrifice the Passover lamb. The Passover lamb was Jesus who was sacrificed on the cross. They knew the ritual of sacrificing the Passover lamb. They knew the festival of the Passover lamb. They celebrated the festival of the Passover lamb, but they did not knew the revelation behind it, that the lamb is Jesus. They studied the scriptures by their head knowledge, but not by the revelation of God's spirit. They studied the scriptures and Jesus said, these very scriptures point you out, point me out to you. And you are searching for God and searching for Messiah in the scriptures, but you are not ready to come to me because you have not found me in the scriptures. Because you study the scriptures as a theory, as head knowledge by your human spirit by your human wisdom, by your human understanding. There are so many Christians who study the Bible, who are scholars in the Bible, but the, they don't know Jesus through the words because, because there is pride in them. What is pride? Pride is, oh, I went to a Bible college and I have received my degree of divinity and I scored the highest score in my college I know the Bible more than anyone else. No one can teach me. You will not have the spirit of revelation. Pride and arrogance. We know it all. We know it all. No one, no one can teach us. Oh, this, this meaning is this. This is the scripture. That is the scripture. Those are people with theory knowledge. They don't have the knowledge of the spirit. And revelation through the Holy Spirit. Because of pride and arrogance, 
they only have the scriptures in their head but the spirit has not given them any revelation hallelujah they read in the law that they were asked to celebrate the passover <coughs> and they were when they were asked to sacrifice the lamb the lord told them not to break any of his bones but just to cut the lamb not to break break the bones cut the lamb burn the lamb but not to break the bones that was jesus and the bible says when he died on the cross none of his bones were broken they were not able to relate the lamb to jesus jesus was showing forth himself through the scriptures again and again to the pharisees but they did not know jesus they did not come to know jesus because they because they studied the scriptures but through their own head knowledge not in humility towards god are we understanding the bible says that when you eat the passover lamb you should have your sandals on your feet and the and the staff in your hand you should be ready and eat the passover lamb that signifies that as soon as they eat the lamb they are on their way out of egypt that signifies that signifies the death of jesus will be the way out of the bondage of the law they did not realize it they did not know it if the scriptures are not taking you close to jesus you are in bondage you are under the bondage of your own knowledge you think that you know too much but you know nothing hallelujah you will not know jesus by doing a bible course you have to search him in the right place you will not know jesus by going to a bible college i tell you people want to go to bible college to start their ministry with all due respect you can go to bible college they are good colleges and they give you good bible knowledge i am not saying that but your your mindset and your perspective oh i will do a degree and then i will start the ministry you will you cannot start a ministry with knowledge you have to start the ministry when you encounter and know the real jesus and the real jesus sends you anoints you <coughs> you just don't go to preach the gospel you have to be sent you have to be anointed by jesus christ himself the captain of the army oh my god hallelujah the bible says that moses was learned in all the wisdom and the mighty deeds of egypt and with that wisdom he wanted to do, do ministry but he could not do ministry god had to train him in the spirit and in the spiritual warfare on the top of the mountain the school of the spirit hallelujah you cannot know jesus by reading books you have to you have to enter the spirit to know jesus are we understanding the first way that people the way of the flesh the first way of the flesh that people use to seek jesus is through the head knowledge through their understanding through relating scriptures here and there and this 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 means that the, this then they go to the google they search the commentaries they search the histories do you know none of my sermons i prepare going on the google i ask the holy spirit he is the google search for me hallelujah many people get, get dreams don't go on google to search oh i saw a dog in my dream what does dog means in in google i saw a dog in my dream what is the meaning of it <laughs> you don't do that it will show you several things and you will get more confused your mind will get close to what the 
you saw a dog in your dream barking at you, go to the Holy Spirit and ask what is the meaning and start speaking in tongues. Search the answers in the spirit. Don't search the answers in human wisdom, in the resources of the world. The Google, Google can never interpret. Google can never interpret your dream, I tell you. It cannot interpret your dream. It, it cannot interpret, interpret your vision. Ho only the Holy Spirit, the resource of God, can interpret it for you. Are we understanding why they were not, they had the whole Bible with them, the Bible of that time, the Torah, pointing them out to Jesus. And even, they did not even only had the Torah, they had their own laws, added laws. You know, how to wash yourself, how to wash the hands, how to wash the legs, how to do that ritual, this, do this ritual, and so on and so forth. They added to the Torah and everything. And they were so confused that what the Torah was speaking about, when that real personality came in front of them, they were unaware of him. They were the one who killed Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible believers, the Pharisees and the Sadducees of those times, the, were the Bible believers. The Bible believers who knew the Bible. They used to teach the Bible. They were scholars. They were scribes. And they were the one who crucified the Lord Jesus. Can you beat that? They were the one who were having that antichrist spirit in them. After reading the whole Bible. Hallelujah. That can happen to believers. That happens to believers. They read the whole Bible. But the spirit in them is the antichrist spirit. Who resists the will of God. Who resists the word of God, the reals, the, the move of God. Okay, any which ways. <clears throat> this, is, this is what was happening to the Pharisees. And why could they not understand scriptures? Why could they not understand scriptures? Because of their pride in their own self. In their studies, in their degrees. If you are proud about your Bible degree of divinity. And that you are, you, you, you are the scholar in the Bible. You cannot receive revelation. You will have knowledge. You will know the Bible, but you will not have revelation. You need to become a babe to receive revelation. You need to become a babe and humble yourself before God and tell God, Lord, I know nothing. Hallelujah. Though you have preached sermons, revelations you have received, but you need to go to God every time and say to God, Lord, even after preaching such great revelations, having some great revelations, I am nothing, Lord. It's not by my own efforts and by my own works that I have received this revelation. I humble myself down before you. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to You have to become a babe. You have to humble yourself down. Hallelujah. I see men of God, <coughs> young men, coming in ministry, for two years, what they speak comes from God. For two years. They utter the utterances of heaven. But after two years, they die down. When I hear them, no longer they are speaking from God. You know why? Because the revelations that they were giving to people, they started to become proud in those things and started to think, oh, I am the one who is having revelations from God. And they started to, and they, they, they stopped to go, go to God in humility and seek God as they used to seek him before. Are we understanding? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You have to stay at the level <coughs> of a child, 
of a baby before God to receive revelations. That is what the scripture says. Let me take you to Matthew's chapter number 11, verse number 25. <coughs> Matthew's chapter number 11, verse number 25. And that time Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. See that scripture? Let me read that again. I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent. If you consider yourself wise and prudent, you are not worthy and eligible to receive the revelation of the word of God. The, Jesus says that you have hidden these things. If you are wise in your own eyes, if you are, a, you are a scholar in your own eyes, the revelations will be hidden from you. The word will be hidden from you. Yes, you have hidden these things from the wise and the prudent and have revealed them to babes. <coughs> Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal Him. You cannot know Jesus just like that, until the Son, Jesus, the Spirit of God, wills to reveal Himself to you, then you will know Him. Hallelujah! This kingdom is a different kingdom. We don't study, study and stu we have to study, but we have to study in humility. We have to study like babes. Hallelujah. You know, after every sermon, however great sermons I have preached, after every sermon, the Holy Spirit reminds me to humble myself and go to God again and tell God, Lord. And that's why every time I come on this pulpit, I bring the fresh manna. Hallelujah. I, I don't repeat things. I bring fresh manna. A man who brings fresh manna consistently is a man who is a baby before God and who is humbling himself down consistently before God. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? <coughs> the first way is seeking of seeking Jesus in the flesh is seeking Jesus through your head knowledge. Do you know the book of Isaiah was sealed the book of Isaiah was sealed to the people of Israel. It was a sealed book. Hallelujah. Only humility can open those seals. Humility before God can open those seals. Okay, any which ways. That's why the pathway that I mentioned is humility, obedience and absolute obedience. That's how you can follow, you can walk in the ways of God. The second way, the second way of seeking God in the flesh and many of the Christians are doing it. You will not find Jesus if you are seeking Jesus in this way. That people seek for Jesus, are seeking for him for personal benefits. People are seeking for Jesus, what? For personal benefits. If the reason you are seeking Jesus is only for personal benefits of healing, financial breakthrough, better life, etc., then you will never find him. Let me repeat that. If the reason you are seeking Jesus is only for 
If the reason of you seeking Jesus is only for personal benefits of healing, financial breakthrough, better life, etc., then you will never find him. Never find him. Hallelujah. Do you know crowds are seeking for Jesus? Why? They want personal benefits. <coughs> and many preachers take advantage of that mentality and become preachers and pastors of mega churches. Full preaching and tingling the ears of the Christians, satisfying their itching ears by saying, Jesus will give you what you want. Jesus will give you your best life ever. Your life will be, you will be prosperous. You will have cars. You will have this. You will have that. You will have all the things in the world that you want and that you desired for. Jesus is here to give it to you. Just ask. Hallelujah. Amen. I am not saying we should not ask for the things that we need for. But I am talking about a, a state of, your, of, of a person's heart and a mentality where the only thing, the reason, the intention of the person seeking Jesus is I want to have this. That's why I seek Jesus. I want to be healed. That's why I seek Jesus. So, <coughs> so, the second thing is only a selfless heart and, and seeking, a selfless heart and selfless seeking can bring you to the knowledge of Christ and who he really is. Unless you get rid of your selfishness, you cannot find Jesus. Hallelujah. That is the real gospel. Amen. You come to Jesus not because you want healing. healing. You come to Jesus, you worship Jesus because of what he did for you on the cross. He died for you. He paid the price for you. That is the gospel which is not preached. Hallelujah. Of coming to Jesus, receiving him as your savior, living for him because of what he has done for you already. What more he can do for you? Just give your life to him. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? Amen. Let me take you to a scripture to explain this. Luke chapter number 17 <coughs> Luke chapter number 17 and let's start from verse number 12. Luke chapter number 17 verse number 12. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers who stood afar off, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourself to the priests. And so it was, as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? Hallelujah. Listen to me. People who seek Jesus for personal benefits. For example, in this context, they were seeking Jesus and coming to Jesus for healing. So those who are only coming to Jesus only explicit uh, only for G, uh, only for uh, only for healing 
once they get the healing they will forget jesus they will forget coming to jesus they will forget praying they will forget worshiping jesus because they got what they wanted after two months again something arises in their lives and again they want something for jesus from jesus they will come again to jesus and again when they receive what they need they will again disappear yes after three months again when something happens in their family and their child is sick again they come to jesus because they want healing for the child when the child is healed again they disappear from the church they forget jesus they don't come for worship i have seen people hallelujah who come to the meeting and say brother brother pray everyone pray for me <clears throat> that i get a job i get a job and we pray for them they get a job they disappear they never come back after two years they will message me oh brother rahul how are you i wanted to speak to you you know brother rahul another problem has come my job that i got uh, you know i lost the job i want another job pray for me and ah yeah 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 i am coming to the church after two years they come back to the meetings then again we pray they get a job they disappear for years they will come afterwards because they seek jesus for personal benefits you will never find jesus you just want jesus you just want to use jesus for your personal benefit okay hallelujah <clears throat> the one who seeks jesus for healing or personal benefit will forget jesus after getting what they wanted but those who really want to know him will continue to worship uh, jesus and humble themselves down before him him even after they get what they needed even after they get what they needed this is what happened with this one leper who was a samaritan after he was healed he came back gave thanks bowed down before jesus Amen. hallelujah <clears throat> if you want to know that job that you received is it from god or is it from satan if after receiving the job you are growing more in the lord and spending more time in the lord that means the lord gave you the job <clears throat> but after receiving the job you forget god oh i got a job you you share the testimony in the church i got this job and you know i prayed so much i fasted so much and i got the job and after giving that testimony that was the last testimony of the year you disappeared hallelujah that means satan has tricked you to fall into your own desire hallelujah the second way is seeking jesus people are seeking jesus for personal benefits you will not find him do not find him in that grave of seeking him for personal benefits you will never find him hallelujah mary magdalene is the perfect example see she came to seek for the body of the lord jesus and when the body was not even there she stayed at the tomb and and was crying and said where they have taken my lord peter and john left because what to do you know the body of jesus is not there there is no use waiting here so peter and john went from that place but mary magdalene persisted and in waiting and consistently waited and jesus showed up to her she found jesus hallelujah so seeking jesus without any expectation is what you need to develop a capacity where you are seeking the lord saying lord i just want to seek you i just want to know you hallelujah i am not seeking you because i want a big ministry i am not seeking you because i want this i am seeking you because i just want to know you i just want to increase my love for you 
that is the way of seeking Jesus, not for personal benefits. It's the way of the flesh. Hallelujah. Are we together? The third way, let, let us come to the third way of the flesh. Third way of the flesh. Seeking Jesus to be known as a good spiritual and religious person or having a good status among people. Seeking Jesus to be known as a spiritual person, as a religious person, to have a good status among people, in the eyes of people. And this is the biggest tragedy among Christians. Many come to the church to have a good standing and good status among people, but they are not really following Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Yes, that's true. Many Christians come to the church to please men and not to please God. Hallelujah. They, you know, though, though they, in their heart, there is no, no Jesus in their heart. There is no seeking for Jesus in their heart selflessly. But still, they will be a part of the church occasionally because they want to show themselves as a good Christians. I know people coming to the church, after two months they come to the church and the day they come, they want to give some testimony. They will come, oh, I was not here for two months. I, 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 I went for a business trip. I was busy in my office, you know, and I got promoted in my office. God is with me. God is doing great things in my life. I, my, my salary was, uh, there was an increment in my salary. God is with me. Though I am not in the church, I am not doing anything for, uh, you know, it's not that I am not doing anything for God. I am still in God. They, every time, the first after two months, they appeared in the church. After three months, they appeared in the church. What they want to do is, they have this itching to come on the pulpit and give a testimony. To show people that they are still on track. They want to have a good status among men. They are not really seeking Jesus. Seeking Jesus just to please men and to show men that I am a good Christian, you know. I am a good Christian. Are you understanding? <laughs> Hallelujah. Many Christians are part of a local church not because they want to know Jesus, but because they want to have social, educational and monetary benefits of being a part of that church. Yes. <laughs> there are many Christians who are part of local churches, not because they are seeking Jesus, but because they know whenever they are in need, the whole church will pray for them. That's why they don't want to disconnect from such churches. Because they know the pastor is so humble and loving, even if they don't, don't uh, come to the church, are not a part of the church anytime, but whenever they call, the pastor will pray for them. They are using the pastor, they are using the intercessors of the church for their personal benefits. Are you understanding? They know whenever the, they ask money from the church, oh, you know, we are in financial debts and crisis, can the church help us? The church is helping them. I am telling you, Try it once. Once you say no to such people, those people will leave your church and find some other church who can, on whom they can sit and eat that, eat the money and eat the purse, eat the benefits that the church gives. Yes, seeking Jesus just, just to receive benefits from the from the body of Christ. You will, you you are a hypocrite. You you cannot find Jesus. Jesus will will not reveal Himself to you. Some people continue to be a part of the church. They know the church is dead. They know that there is, there is no spirit in that church. Everything is dead. But they want to continue to be a part of the dead church because they are having 
they they receive educational benefits from for for their children because if you are part of certain denominations you can have reference letters from those denominations to show for your children and to receive admissions in great colleges and schools for your children that's why they are part of that of that church oh my god hallelujah some people are there in uh, uh, as a part of the church because you know because they know when they will die the church will arrange the funeral activities for them if they if they if they leave the church there is no one to arrange the funeral activities for them and give them a place in the cemetery yes that's true hallelujah <laughs> that's why they are a part of the church they are not really seeking jesus they are not really seeking jesus these are people who are seeking jesus in the grave these are people who are seeking jesus in the grave and the angels told in the bible that why you are fi finding the living ones in the dead places he is not here he is not here hallelujah they want to maintain their membership in the church though they are not going to the church when the pastor calls them oh no 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 ah, yeah, yeah, there was some there was some work i was not coming but i am a part of the church okay consider me as a part of the church always because they know they are getting personal benefits from the church and they need to show themselves as a member of a particular denomination always to have a good standing among people i am a part of a so so church i am a part of a presbyterian i am a part of this methodist i am a part of this 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 this, this. hallelujah by the way this ministry is a non denominational ministry we don't promise people that you will get this benefit that benefit but what we promise people if you come here you will find jesus Amen. hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. that is a that is the real church and pastors tend to give benefits so that they can retain retain membership many of the people who are there in the church the holy spirit has not kept them the benefits that the pastor is offering to them has kept them there they will not leave that church that church will continue to have the same membership no will no one will leave that church because the pastor is retaining membership by giving them benefits and giving them all sorts of things that will keep them there hallelujah this people are not doing church for jesus to know jesus this people are doing church to please one another to be good in the eyes of one another hallelujah that is what jesus said to the pharisees you know to receive praise from one another but you don't need to you don't know to receive praise from god himself that that is how the pharisees were their gatherings were hypocritical gad gatherings it was filled with hypocrisy they like to be they li they like to stand in the in the open places in the streets and pray they like to show forth uh, their activities of giving offerings and all those things hypocrisy things they did to receive praise from one another to have a good standing in the synagogue hallelujah are we understanding this is the third way this is the third way of seeking jesus in the flesh and he cannot be found with by 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 such a way hallelujah through such a way point number 4 is seeking jesus to be known in their association with a church or a man of god seeking jesus because they want to be known in association of a great man of god or of a great ministry 
Okay, let me make you understand. John chapter number 3. John chapter number 3. Verse, verse number 7 to 9. Hallelujah. Not John, I am sorry. I think it's in Matthew. Let me check out. Hold on. <coughs> yes. It's in Matthew chapter number 3. Matthew chapter number 3. Verse number 7. Verse number 7. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to, to his baptism, he said to them, Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore, bear fruits worthy of repentance and do not think now this is the verse and do not think to say to yourself we have abraham as our father for i say to you that god is able to raise up children to abraham from these stones john is saying you brood of vipers to those to those church leaders and pharisees and church members saying you brood of vipers who told you that you will flee from the wrath that is to come? Repent therefore and bear fruits worthy of repentance. And do not say to yourself that we have an association with the father Abraham so that that means we will qualify before God because of our association with a great man of God. Hallelujah. I see believers boasting in their association with some kind of a man of God. I am, I am close to this man of God. So what? So what you are close to the man of God? That man of God is not Jesus. Are you close to Jesus first of all? I am the right hand of this prophet. So what you are the right hand of this prophet or that apostle? That does not mean you are close to Jesus. We, I don't care. What association you have with whichever man of God. That is what John is saying to the Pharisees. Don't think that you, you say that we have Abraham as our father. God can raise up children to Abraham from the stones. It's not about association. It's not about association from, with some great man of God or with some great ministry. You will not go to heaven because you are associated with, associated with me. You will go to heaven because you... You know, you walk in the paths of Jesus and seek Jesus selflessly. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, my father is a great pastor. So what? What are you doing? Your father is a great pastor. What are you doing? Don't try to find your justification and eligibility in your association with some great man of God. That is seeking Jesus in the flesh. That is seeking Jesus in the flesh. Most Christians depend on their man of God's faith and think that they are going to heaven because they believe in their man of God. Oh my God, that's the biggest lie. Yes, the faith of the church members are not on Jesus, is not on the word of God, is not on the voice of God. It's on the voice of their man of God. And man of God like to take the place of Jesus nowadays in the church. They like the honor like Lucifer. They like that honor that comes, that worship. When men start to worship a man of God, the whole congregation's faith is dependent on the man of God. The day the man of God falls, the whole church will be scattered. That is not a church. 
Men of God has, have taken the place of Jesus in the church. Hallelujah. And people are not more dependent on Jesus. Rather, rather being dependent on Jesus, they are dependent on the faith of their man of God. Oh, my man of God will pray for me. Oh, my man of God will preach this. Oh, they, they don't, you ask some people, they don't know the Bible because all they know is what the man of God says. All they know is what the man of God says. You see some prophets, young prophets, they will come to you, they will tell you, oh, I see your native place. I see that you have a, you have a two bedroom house in your native place. I see that your door is white color. I see there is a cupboard brown color. They will say to you all sorts of those things. But if you ask them to talk to you about some scriptures, they don't know the scriptures because they are some sons and daughters to a prophet, a man of God. And they say we have received anointing from this man and they prophesy. All they know is to prophesy. They don't know the scriptures. What a tragedy. Hallelujah. And such prophets build mega churches. And all they do in their church is to, is to play with the emotions of people, excite the people, hype up their presence with music and with shouting on the mic and all those kind of gimmicks. And there is no word of God. There is no, they don't even know the Bible, I tell you. They don't even know the Bible. They don't even know that the book of Micah is in the Old Testament and not in the New Testament. They don't know the Bible. Hallelujah. Their faith is not on the word of God on Jesus. It's in their association with some great man of God. Are we understanding? That is the fourth one. Let me bring you to the fifth one. Seeking Jesus in order to please the preacher more than Jesus. You are coming to a church and you are a Christian to please a preacher, to please the preacher more than Jesus. Okay, let me tell you this. People, some people are addicted to preachers. They only hear the sermons of their favorite preacher which excites them and don't read their Bibles. Yes. You can never be addicted to a sermon's of some person. Yeah, you hear the sermons, but be addicted to the word of God. I tell this, I, I think I, I did not tell, tell it here, but never get addicted to my sermons. Go to the word of God. Don't have a favorite preacher where you are, you are hearing him day and night and you don't even open the Bible. Yes, the preacher is bringing to you the word of God, like I am bringing you the word of God. But you need to seek Jesus through the word. Read the word. Read the word. Don't be addicted to a preacher. Hallelujah. Amen. Some people would not like to listen to me. They would like to listen to preachers who would excite them, encourage them. You know, all sorts of encouragement. Oh, you will be good. You will have a better life. What you want, you will have. And all sorts of things. Since I don't say those things, they would not listen to my sermons. But they will listen to preachers who would satisfy the itching of their, of their ears. Okay? Uh, let's go to 2 Timothy chapter number 4. 2 Timothy chapter number 4. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy chapter number 4. Verse number... Um, verse number 3 okay verse number 3 for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine 
but according to their own desires because they have itching ears they will heap up for themselves teachers hallelujah some people are so hypnotized by the perspective of a prosperity preacher hallelujah like the doctrine of rapture let me use a example of the doctrine of rapture you know there is no revelation that you need to have about rapture when the rapture will happen no revelation you need to have because when you read the book of matthew chapter 24 jesus clearly says after the tribulation of those days the sun will be darkened the moon will not give its light the sky will be reseated up and the powers of heaven will be shaken and the son of man will appear after the tribulation of those days when you read second second thessalonians chapter number 2 the apostle paul says that that day will not come which day the rapture day of our gathering together with jesus will not come until the man of perdition is revealed first that means rapture will not happen before the antichrist comes the anti antichrist or the antichrist will be revealed the scriptures explicitly and plainly talks about that there will be some kind of tribulation i'm not talking about the great great tribulation then i i think i taught you from the scriptures revelation chapter number 6 that when the sixth seal the sixth seal is opened up the rapture will take place it's so clearly matthew 24 and revelation chapter 6 there is no revelation that needs to be applied there it plainly talks about when the rapture will happen but some preachers come to you and say nothing will happen to you you will not be hurted you will you will just be taken off from the earth before anything starts on earth hallelujah there are some people who who argue with me on the, on that front brother rahul how can you say that rapture will happen after this kind of tribulation i said i am not saying that the bible says that and i give you the scriptures that is the scriptural evidence how can you refute my teachings how can you because i am speaking from the bible tell me if i am not speaking from the bible i will take the correction but if i speak from the bible from the word of god why do you not listen these people still are convinced that no what brother rahul is saying is not true why because they want to escape all kinds of tribulation and they want to live a comfortable convenient christian life and that that makes them eligible to believe in a lie and that makes them eligible to find themselves a preacher who preaches a lie people will choose teachers for themselves who can satisfy their itching ears favorite preachers they will please those preachers and the pre- because the preachers will continue to satisfy their itching ears that tingling ears whatever they want to hear oh whatever i wanted to hear this man of god is saying the same things that means he is from god he is not from god the devil is putting you both into a deception into bondage are you understanding people of god hallelujah yes i see i see people are uh, choosing for themselves teachers and preachers whom they want to hear many of people many of the people who want who used to hear me no longer hear me anymore because i am not satisfying their itching ears they have went to a different teacher or preacher let them go hallelujah are you understanding because i lead them not to not to self centeredness not to self seeking not to fulfillment of their own desires not to satisfy their itching ears i lead them by the word of god to christ and sometimes the word that i speak to people breaks their ego 
and they don't want to that to happen hallelujah so they don't want to hear me hallelujah let them go hallelujah are you understanding the fifth way that people are seeking jesus through a favorite preacher through a favorite preacher they don't want to read the bible all they do is listen to those sermons oh every morning i listen to this abc preacher whenever in the morning i listen to that preacher oh my days start so refreshed my I, i am so refreshed i am so encouraged because all he speaks is encouragement you know he speaks about declarations and all those things you have you have been addicted you are seeking jesus through a so called preacher it's seeking jesus in the flesh okay okay hallelujah let me go ahead we don't have so much of time the sixth point the sixth way of seeking jesus in the flesh how people are doing is seeking to follow christ because their favorite celebrity is a christian <laughs> seeking to what follow christ because a celebrity turned christian there are many christians in america who say they are christians but they are not because they received they say they are christians because a famous celebrity said he is christian or she is christian are you understanding people's faith is dependent on the faith of that celebrity they don't even know the bible never in their lives they have opened their bible but they say i believe in jesus because justin bieber believes in jesus he is my he is my favorite man the favorite boy i believe in jesus because this 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 person kanye west believes in jesus oh my god they have not even opened their bibles if you ask them okay tell me tell me some verses from the bible oh i don't know those bible and stuff but what i know is i love jesus and jesus loves me and i am filled with the love of god i feel the love of god and all those nonsense i don't know the bible and everything you know hallelujah <laughs> amen oh if you love jesus why you are in a living relationship oh jesus loves me you know he does not looks at my sin but when you give them scriptures oh i don't know those theory and stuff you know i don't get into that i just have a pure love for jesus that's how they speak they believe they have come to jesus and have become a christian because some celebrity has become a christian whatever the celebrity does that is what they will also do hallelujah what is your opinion about lgbtq uh, oh yeah they are from god and they we cannot judge them and we cannot do this and they are not sinners they will also go to heaven but when you when you quote scriptures to them oh no i don't want those the- theory you know i just know that god loves everyone that is not a christian they have become christians because they saw a celebrity confessing they are christians seeking jesus because your celebrity your favorite celebrity is a christian is the way of the flesh oh my god you will you are far away from jesus you are not even close to him are you understanding those celebrities are blind people what are you depending on them what does the bible says if the blind lead the other blind people they will both fall into the ditch matthew chapter number 15 verse 14 Matthew chapter number 15 verse number 14 Let them alone they are blind leaders of the blind and if the blind leads the blind both will fall into a ditch Oh hallelujah 
<laughs> you are depending on blind people who are spiritually blind to lead you. Oh my God, you will also fall into hell with them. Seek Jesus, don't seek your celebrity, read your Bible, open your Bible, meditate on it. Hallelujah, humble yourself before God. Are we understanding? Let me come to the last way. Seventh way of seeking Jesus in the flesh. Seeking Jesus to make a business out of Jesus and make money. Many preachers are preachers because they want to have a lot of money by being a preacher. They are no, they are no real seekers of Jesus. When you read Numbers chapter number 22, Balaam used to hear God. You know why he used to hear God? Because he wanted to extract money from the clients who used to come to him. Hallelujah. The Bible says Jesus when he came in the temple, he drove out the money changers. He drove out the sellers of doves and pigeons. These people used to make money in the temple. They were not seekers of God in the Old Testament when Jesus was there. They were sitting in the temple to do business. Seeking Jesus to make money out of, out of the Jesus business, out of the church business, out of the ministry business. Many people consider doing ministry as a career. As a career. Oh, you know, doing ministry. They, they consider it as a career because they know once they will start doing some gimmicks and prophesying here and there, people will start giving them offering and all sorts of donations. So they know that they can make a career out of it. If you are, want to do ministry and you are looking at ministry as a career, ministry is not a career, my dear friend. Ministry is a sacrifice. You step into it knowing nothing. Jesus said, you go, don't take money in your money bags. Don't take any providence. Ministry is a sacrifice. It's not a career. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? Some people, some young people want to do ministry. They search for organizations. Who can, who can select them as pastors and pay them a salary. Hallelujah. Pay them a salary. I am not saying that is completely wrong, but your mindset is want to, wanting to have a salary, a good salary from a good organization. That is wrong. Hallelujah. If God leads you in that way, you can go. I am not saying it's completely wrong, but don't consider ministry as a career, as a marketplace. To make money out of ministry. They are seeking Jesus. They are reading the Bible. They want to give the best sermons. Because after the sermons they want the best offerings from people. I see this nonsense in the church. Where the preacher preaches. And if the revelation hits the people. They come and, and throw the money on their stage. What is that? That is not a church. That is a marketplace. That is a den of thieves. When you are giving to God, give it respectfully at least. They are just throwing money. You know where such kind of activities happen? It happens in bars and pubs where the dancers dance half naked and they come and throw money. That is pagan practice. That is happening in the church. Hallelujah. It's like the preacher is performing and if the performance is pleasing to people, they throw their money. Have you seen that? They throw their money on the stage. Oh my, hallelujah. These things are, they are not seeking Jesus. They are making a business out of so-called seeking Jesus and preaching Jesus. It's not seeking Jesus. Are you understanding?
he is not here the bible says do not why you are looking for the living among the dead he is not here he is risen he is risen you cannot seek jesus in this in the graves you cannot seek jesus in the graves he is risen hallelujah seeking jesus the right way is seeking jesus in the spirit and ascending in the spirit the only way you can enter the spirit is when you will surrender all and secondly you will wait there are two steps hallelujah that i want to introduce to you first is surrender all you are attached to many things in your life detach yourself from those things worries hallelujah money attachment to 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 people attachment to property surrender all tell jesus what is surrender all surrender all is saying jesus you are on the throne of my life you are the most important person in my life more important than my wife my husband my money my property my work anything i leave them all to seek you surrender all surrender all surrender all then the all the chains will be broken and when you surrender all after that wait wait those who wait on the lord shall mount up wings like of eagles they shall run and not grow faint they shall walk and not grow weary hallelujah mount up wings like of eagle means they shall ascend into the realms of the spirit hallelujah in the spirit you are seeking jesus until you have a selfless heart lord i am not seeking you for my uh, uh, you know lord you know it all you know that i have to pay off my bills you know that there are many needs but i leave those aside and i seek you lord because the bible says seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness i know i have problems lord i know that i am facing persecution i seek you i leave those things lord i seek you my needs are more no, not more important than you lord hallelujah paying my bills is not more important than you i give myself to you i give myself to you getting a job is not more important than you getting a wife is not more important than you i seek you first that is that is surrender all that is surrender all nothing is more important than you in my life jesus nothing 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 i seek you lord i seek you lord hallelujah even if you strike me but still i will continue to seek you even if thou thou slay me still i will seek you i will worship you i seek you lord that is how job was he said god has given god has taken away but i will bless the name of the lord i will worship the lord i will worship the lord they are true seekers who place jesus at the first place on the throne of their lives and then you wait and when you wait and when you surrender all and when you wait and when you wait you ascend to the realms and the bible says in colossians chapter number 3 let's go to that verse and end there colossians chapter number 3 and verse number 1 if then you were raised with christ seek those things which are above where christ is sitting at the right hand of god set your minds set your mind on things above not on things on the earth for you died and your life is hidden with christ in god hallelujah if you were raised with christ this is the message of resurrection tonight if you were raised with christ 
seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Seek for the things which are in the third heavens. Seek to go there. Seek to ascend in that place. Seek to be in the most holy place. Hallelujah. Seek to be in the third heavens where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Hallelujah. Continue seeking. You are not fasting because you want something. You are fasting because you know by fasting and prayer you will ascend into the third heavens to meet Jesus Christ. To hear his voice more clearly. To have his direction in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are seeking Jesus. Jesus cannot be found in the graves. He is not here. He is risen. He is risen. If you want to find him, you find him in the spirit. Even worship is not in the flesh. Worship is in, in the spirit and in the truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray tonight, O oh Lord, that through this word, that people will get rid of all the ways of the flesh. That your people will no longer seek you in the graves. They will not seek the living among the dead. You are the living God. You are not a dead God. You are a living God. Hallelujah. And we worship you tonight. I pray by this word that you will bring deliverance in the lives of your people. If any of the ways, Lord, of the flesh are there in our lives, we repent of it. We repent of it and we seek you. Oh, we seek you, Lord. We seek you. Oh, hallelujah. In the spirit, we seek you. With a selfless heart, we want to seek you tonight. Hallelujah, that you will reveal yourself again and again and more clearly, Lord, to us, Lord, that your voice, oh Lord, your word will be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our paths. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray, I pray for, the, for your people that they will become so intimate with you, Lord. Hallelujah, that they, Lord, whenever they speak, Lord, people will know, Lord, that they are not speaking. They are, you are speaking through them, Lord. Oh, Lord, that they will be filled with the Spirit, Lord. That they will walk in the Spirit, Lord. That they will walk in, in the supernatural life, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Where they are not worried for what will happen tomorrow. But they are joyful, Lord, because they know they are walking in the Spirit, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, they, they are walking with you, Jesus. They know you, Jesus. Hallelujah. People are so insecure about tomorrow. People are so insecure about finances, about so many things, about ministry, about their church members, because they are not knowing Jesus. They are not seeking Jesus in the right way. They are seeking Jesus in the flesh. Hallelujah. Tonight, the Holy Spirit is telling to the church, to the body of Christ, do not seek for him in the dead, in the grave. So he is not here. He is risen. He is risen. So you be raised with Christ on this resurrection Sunday. You be raised with Christ. Be raised with Christ to live that spirit life. To fly high like the eagle. To live and have the perspective of an eagle in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. I'll show you a brabola whole siantra laba. Lehal sian sarabra balahal siada. Real sial sekere beal real dorobo. Lehal sen shorobolo whole sen jarabandaraba. Come on, people, pray in tongues for some time. Re brebe lehal sialtra labrabo sial serebe. Leal sial sarabraba. Leal sial sarabrabala. Lehal sial serebre. We want more of you, Lord. Larabrabalabase. We want more of you, Lord. We want more of you, Lord. We want more of you, Lord. Oh, Lord, detach ourselves 
Holy Spirit detach us from the world. We want more of you. We want more of you. We want more of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's in you, Lord. It's in you, Lord. I know there is more that's found in you. It's in you, Lord. It's in you, Lord. I know there's more that's found in you. And I will never settle for less. I know there's more that's found in you. And I will never settle for less. I know there's more that's found in you. It's in you. It's in you, Lord. It's in you, Lord. I know there's more that's found in you. It's in you, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's in you, Lord. I know there's more that's found in you. It's in you. It's in you, Lord. It's in you, Lord. I know there's more that's found in you. It's in you, Lord. It's in you, Lord. It's in you, Lord. I know there's more that's found in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is so much to be found. There is so much to be discovered. Hallelujah. If you know you have discovered it all, you are wrong. You need to know so much about him. Hallelujah. Never settle for less. Hallelujah. If you are greedy, be greedy for spiritual things. Be greedy for the riches of heaven. Be greedy for the knowledge of Jesus. Hallelujah. Take off your greed for money. Take off your greed for, uh, for the material things. And be greedy for the things of the spirit. Hallelujah. We will never settle for less, Lord. Let this group never settle for less. But let them be all the more hungry and thirsty, Lord, for you. All the more. We want to be all the more. Yes, Lord, I want to be all the more hungry and thirsty, Lord. Oh, Lord, the things that I have and things that I know is just, I don't know, maybe not even point one person. I want to know more, Lord. I want to seek you more, to know you more, Lord. And I humble myself down before you, Lord. Oh, Lord, knowing that we are nothing before you, that you would reveal yourself to us, Lord. Lord, let your people humble your, themselves down before you like babies, Lord. That they may know you. That they may seek you in the right way. Oh, hallelujah. The presence of God is in this meeting. Hallelujah. I am telling you, God is raising up diligent seekers here. Hallelujah. There are some Mary Magdalene's here. Hallelujah. Your appetite and your capacity is of Mary Magdalene. Who waited, who persisted in, the, in her waiting before the tomb. Hallelujah. The apostles went away. But Mary Magdalene stayed there. Hallelujah. There are some Mary Magdalene's here. Hallelujah, that is your capacity, that is your appetite, rise up to your capacity and wait for Jesus. Hallelujah, I pray tonight that people will rise up with you. The same spirit which raised Jesus from the dead, hallelujah, has given life to our mortal bodies by the spirit in Jesus mighty name. And we too rise together with Jesus in the resurrected life. Hallelujah, rise together with Jesus in the resurrected life in the name of Jesus Christ. Layamo Rabala Kreben Shiam Prabalandribe. Oh, hallelujah. Layamana Koshabatiyama Rabandru. 
Mokora balandro bo shembre ante berebe. Mam proko la base berebe shambro toyorobro. Lohorobo shandi ribeti andro boto. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, we give you praise, we give you praise, we give you honor. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. We want more of you, Lord. We want more of you, Lord. We want more of you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This sister, I don't know if she is available or not. Johanna Fritz. Johanna Fritz. The Lord speaks to you. Do not be discouraged. Do not be dismayed. For he is with you. If you can hear me, I think you are doing some work. But if you can hear me, this is what the Lord is telling to you. Do not be discouraged. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you. You are the chosen one. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Because when I am praying for you, hallelujah, there is discouragement. There is so much negativity that the devil wants to sow in your life. And then you have these thoughts, negative thoughts of ending things, ending life and all those thoughts, depression. But I rebuke that that layer of darkness, that layer of deception over your life and over your head right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And I pray that the word of the Lord will be clear to you in Jesus' mighty name. I know that you are falling many times, but I see you. You are on your way towards seeking God. And it's, it's okay to fall on your way upwards. Yeah, it's okay, okay, okay to be okay that you are falling, but you are, you are moving ahead, upwards towards the call of God. Continue to move ahead, forgetting the things that are behind. Continue to move ahead to the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. That is what the book of Philippians says. Lord, bless this sister to be grounded in your word and that she will never lose heart and continue, continue to rise in the spirit, Lord, where you are seated at the right hand of God and to seek you in the name of Jesus Christ. Many things will open up in your life when you seek Jesus wholeheartedly. When you will not give up and you continue to seek him, things will open up in your life. Bondages will be broken in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, we worship you. Father, we give you the praise. Father, we want to thank you for your wonderful presence in this place. Thank you for once again gathering us, for gathering us together tonight in this place, Lord. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise, Lord. The seed that is sown in our lives, that it, I, I pray that it will bear fruits, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Every retaliation and attack of the enemy and blockage of the enemy I destroy in Jesus' mighty name. Have your ways in the lives of your people. Even as they are going to start a new week, let them walk in the Spirit. Let them be filled with the Spirit. Let them be led by the Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you all the glory, honor, and, honor and praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Give a shout of hallelujah to God. And clap our hands and give praise to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord.